0: I see dead people. It. Awesome. Here's Johnny. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Fuck you, too. Spooky scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrinking skulls will shock your soul, and
1: seal your doom night. Spooky scary skeletons, speak with such a screech. So, uh, Disney Plus, uh, it has out-of-the-box, and I recommended to my stepbrother, Kung, that he should, uh, eat as many edibles as he can, and try to do all the activities in a single out-of-the-box episode. He said he attempted it, and didn't even make it to the final song. (laughs) All I can see is him sitting on the floor just being like, Goodbye, for now, until we meet again, I say so long, farewell to you, my friend.
2: I don't know what out of the box is. (laughs) So this whole story was lost on me, I'm sorry.
1: You never watched Out of the Box as a little kid? Never. The little Disney Channel show? You mean Bear in the Big Blue House? Nope, it played at the same time, though. Like, same same age range, same, same target audience, except uh, Out of the Box was just real people. There were no puppets, no animals or anything. And it was kind of like daycare on TV. It was like this black guy with uh, dreadlocks... And this, like, little Asian girl. And they would, like, sing songs and get kids to do activities. And it was called Out of the Box! Out of the Box! And um, it was always very neat and wholesome. And it was, like, one of the only things my grandma let me watch as a child at her house. Whereas the big bear in the big blue house is kind of like your future. (laughs)
2: Meo. Pai gao meo. <laughs> I'm learning Chinese at work. <laughs> meo means
1: no more. Give me another one. Bao. What is that? No. <laughs> Bao.
2: Bao. Bao. Xinxin. What's that? Yes. <laughs> Xinxin. Xinxin? Xinxin. Xinxin? And shen uh, xin is Money. So, ah. my life, and I'm poor, means, meyoushin. <laughs> meyoushin. No more money. <laughs> no more money. Great. But if you guys want to see me jerk off into a pair of shoes, please subscribe to my OnlyFans <laughs> your, your 9.99 fan, fans a month. only fans <laughs> OnlyFans 9.99 a month. You watch me jerk off into a new pair of shoes every week.
1: You, you pitched that to me last week, and I honestly thought it was like a good avenue for you to... Mm-hmm. For you to go down. I'll never watch.
2: I've got, like, 20 <laughs> pairs of shoes.
1: I'm not a fan.
2: I'm gonna keep my face blurred, but I'll put a picture of frowns over it.
1: Great. So you'll bring our label into it. Yeah,
2: exactly. And then uh, oh, it's that's just... awesome. It's just gonna be... Uh, Thanks. It's gonna be scripts of lots of pasta uh-huh. on top of sneakers. And in the background, it's just gonna be...
1: See, I thought... I thought you'd, like, wear the shoes, go outside, step in shit, come back inside and wipe it off with like a script of lots of pasta and then set it there and then jerk off on top. Of now the
2: that shit. sounds like a really good idea. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to steal that.
1: You caught it here first, folks.
2: Nine ninety nine <laughs> onlyfanscom dot com frowns McBunghole.
1: Frowns McBunghole. Um you're evolving.
2: Yeah. You're changing. I am. Well that's what we do as people, isn't it? Don't we don't we evolve and change.
1: Ch- 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 change it. <laughs> All right, we're going to end it there. So <laughs> All right, goodbye, guys. <laughs> That's the end of the show. Um, the show's, <laughs> can- <laughs> the show's <laughs> canceled. <laughs> it's canceled. It's over. Well, uh, there's going to be no more episodes. So it's it's taken us three years. It's taken three years out of it's me. Over. If we're being honest. Isn't it? Isn't <laughs> it? Isn't it over? <laughs>
2: anyway. <laughs> oh, what are we doing here?
1: This Why is am I ep- here? This is episode four.
2: 69.
1: 152.
2: I have to be on episode 169. If you deny me this, I will.
1: You were on the original myself. 69. As right, far well, as I'm concerned, there will be no better 69.
2: Alright, well then we have to have uh, well I'm on one sixty I'm gonna be on every sixty-nine episode. And when we get to six hundred and sixty-nine, right. I'm gonna kill myself.
1: <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna make it. To that number. Can you um, imagine? Can you imagine? Doing this for like 10 years? Yeah, beef. What is it? It's like almost 54 episodes a year. Let's just ballpark it at 50 because I'm slow. Um, (laughs) So, 50 a year. We're at 150 right now. To get to 600, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. About, like, eight years to no. get to...
2: How many for 6,669? <sighs>
1: I'm not doing that math. <laughs> <laughs> math is smart. So this is episode 152 with Franz McBoohoo.
2: It rhymed. Scully like pops in Snaps your neck Takes me back to Area 51 No 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 no.
1: It's not Scully It's uh, Mulder Dressed like Scully (laughs)
2: Lipstick and everything Yeah
1: Yeah (laughs) Uh, And and, uh, And the name is Uh what was it? Uh, Mully? Mully, yeah. And it's then uh, and, and then it's he, scold, Scolder.
2: And then he realizes <laughs> that he has a sex addiction and he lost the woman of his life and he just falls down crying masturbating. Oh,
1: like Californication. Yeah. <laughs> the show he went on to do afterwards.
2: Hey guys, for nine ninety nine a month, my only fans, <laughs> you can watch me dress up like Mully and I'll masturbate vigorously on, a, on, a, on X-File uh, DVDs. <laughs> I
1: was just going to say a, a discontinued DVD set of Californication. Um... Yeah. 152, frown McBoohoo, you're back, <laughs> it's been a while, and we're here tonight because <laughs> So get used
2: to it <laughs> <'Cause I'm laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's gonna be
1: the next hour or so, so I hope people are used to it by now um, This is your, like, three year anniversary episode We have been doing this for oh, three God. years, like, sink that in like who were we 3 years ago? I can tell you right now. We were a lot higher. Oh yes. <laughs> we were a lot less traumatized.
2: I mean, I'm 6'2, so I'm still pretty high. Right. You look like you've shrunk a little bit though. Thanks. <laughs> I've gotten wider.
0: <laughs> so Too much hubadash. So long, old friend. <laughs>
1: Um man, we've we've been through a lot, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Have we've been doing this for a long time. And you know, we've held on to it, you know, other people have walked from it. We've we've continued evolving the product.
2: Or my only fans page 999 a month. <laughs> Watch me jerk off onto <laughs> my tormented to father.
1: <laughs> slip it in every couple minutes.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm a fucking mogul bitch.
2: This Clussy's this iconic. I gotta get it out there onto the web. Hashtag Clussy trending. Clussy poppin' clown pussy. Let's get it out there, folks. Hashtag Clussy poppin' pasta. Now it makes
1: sense to your character. It, it oh my like god! I time, never realized any that! Any other time you've said it, it hasn't made sense to me. But it makes sense now.
2: Frowns make Clussy poppin'. <laughs> like You're pop, a new person. Like Popper's Penguins, <laughs> Except it's just pussies.
1: Oh, I regret this.
2: I regret being here, but yeah.
1: We've pushed this episode <laughs> off for a while, haven't we? we? We sat down to record this like a month ago, and then like two weeks passed, and we were like, alright, how about now? And both of us looked at each other and still didn't want to do it, and now we're here. and uh
2: I still really don't I want to do <laughs> <sighs> <laughs>
1: Oh No, I'm excited to read the story we have on today, because it... It reminds me of, um... It's from a completely different source. As far as I'm concerned, I think it's a piece published in a compilation set by an actual author. So I'm probably not allowed to read it on a podcast. But no one... Uh, no one in any sort of power listens to this show. So I'm fine reading whatever I want.
2: But you know what? And, um, you know. But you know what? If you want to be in power... <laughs>
1: Man, live your dreams. Best, best, like, live like, your dreams, go, like, and then end up in jail, and don't kill yourself like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah, because because he killed himself. Uh,
2: yeah. And for nine ninety nine a it's month,
1: you can watch me only. kill Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <You, laughs> only you just, fans. You put his face on your dick, and you just fucking choke him. Ma- I I
2: just I pee on it. Pictures of him. Okay. And then I, I put a belt around his neck, allegedly.
1: <laughs> allegedly.
2: And then I masturbate on some more shoes.
1: So, <laughs> you're, stout, you're you're starting to sound just a little bit like there's a serial killer who had an obsession with female shoes.
2: Oh, I don't remember. Fuck. Let's pull... Jerry
1: the- Brudos. Nailed it. Jerry Brudos, Mindhunter. Uh... Had an obsession with female shoes. Wore them all the time. Anyway. Mm. Um, Did he prefer pumps or yeah. kitten heels? Pumps. He loved, like, those classy pumps. Made him hard. Episode 152, France McBoohoo. Here to read something seasonal for the boys and girls. Um, I do believe this episode is coming out, like, the first week of December, so we are entering the snowy season. Christmas time is here. Now, this isn't a Christmas episode. I am very queer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: My shell, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna. My I'm gonna cut you off and there. All right.
1: So for nine ninety nine a month, you can watch me it in my ass. <laughs> so, no, 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 my my ass. <laughs> so uh, we're here to read a story about uh winter. I'm gonna loosely just say it's about winter. It is derivative of snow. Um, I think snow is very beautiful. Um, but I also live in Pennsylvania, which means I hate it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it ple- We live in a valley, which is to say at the bottom of a... Uh, surrounded by mountains. Um, so we're pretty much dumped on when winter comes around, and last year it was like the fucking apocalypse. I remember driving down our biggest highway that runs throughout our valley, and there were cars just stranded, and accidents I probably passed four or five accidents. It took me three hours to do a half-hour drive. I remember that. That happened this last year, and that's why I took up smoking. (laughs) Because I needed something to do in the fucking car for three hours.
2: I don't know. I'd rather get dumped on by snow than dumped on by a German porn star.
1: Which is on your fans only page. But not
2: 99 a month, guys. Anyway, I I hate the allergies, though. Like, we just get fucked by pollen in the spring and summer. So, like, I'd rather.
1: You rather snow because you don't have to deal with that? 100%. But it's also, I mean, I don't mind the cold. I actually like the cold. I sleep in the cold. I live in basements. I like the dark. I like the cold. Um, So, like, I don't have a problem. Like, a lot of people have a problem with the cold. And just, like, being cold in general. I'm pretty warm-blooded. I'm fat. I don't give a fuck. Hmm. Because I'm just warm all the time. I'm like the heat of a thousand suns. White hot suns. And when... Winter comes around. I still walk around in like a t-shirt because I tell myself if I'm cold, I could always just put another layer on. When it's summer, I can't take my skin off as <laughs> much as you, I want to.
2: Unless you're Buffalo Bill, <laughs> and then you, and then you take the skin off. She a great big fat you person. Take the skin off again.
1: Precious, <laughs> yes, precious. And put the uh, fucking lotion <laughs> in the basket. <laughs> and um man i i know for a fact that some of the creepiest shit can happen in winter That's it true. is it is quiet it is icy it is it gets dark super early mm-hmm. um and if you stay out too long you could get sick you could die you know it's a it's a harsh world we live in, and this story just vaguely being about winter has the ability to be on par with like whistlers, like terrifying, just like people stuck in the woods and like, you know, they're cold, they're starving. Um, It could create a very desperate atmosphere, but I think this one's going to hit home just a little bit easier because it's a lot more intimate of a setting, and I don't want to spoil too much because I want to get into it but is there, uh, Frowns, is there any anecdote you'd like to you know, tell before we get into this next, uh, next story? Well,
2: right? I mean, you normally set me up for a pasta pun, like I gotta give a different vegetable every time You yeah, haven't done that today, like you didn't you didn't go, well this is lots of pasta or if you're vegetarian Jeff F., Jeff <laughs>
1: Jeff Epstein. Ta-
2: <laughs> Wait, take, take two. Or if you're vegetarian, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Pasta. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, let's
1: uh, let's let's do the story. <laughs> no, I just needed the truth to sink into the listeners
2: uh, for a little bit more. Uh, I'm on a time schedule. I got some shoes to jerk off into.
1: Right. This story we're reading today for this winter three-year anniversary you know what i'm gonna before we get into this episode i think it would i think we would be remiss if we did not take it back old school and just uh tell everyone to bundle up you know get yourself under the covers you know Take your clothes off. Oh, touch yourself. Get it. Get into those blankets and maybe keep your socks on. Keep stick your stick your feet out the bottom of the blanket. Something you don't usually do because of your mild social anxiety. Um, oh, if your toenails are long enough, put <coughs> holes in the bottom of your socks and just stick your toesies out. And I want you to grab yourself a veritable Santa's sleigh arrangement. Of uh, edibles, weeds, mushrooms, tabs, wax, pills, alcohol, meth, cocaine, whatever you can get your hands on, because it's going to be a white Christmas, let me tell you. And not the kind
2: going up your nose. Exactly, the kind going up (laughs) your nose.
1: And I want you to prepare for a spooky, wintry, seasonal episode Third year anniversary, Franz McBuhu, come Death, lots of pasta. As we begin this story.
0: <laughs>
1: the story is called, I thought I was imagining the noises outside my house, until I saw... The Tracks in the Snow. It's a fucking awful title.
2: It's <laughs> way too fucking long. Well, it's
1: meant to be one of those titles that grabs you. And you're like, oh, tracks in the snow. That could be anything.
2: Oh, like tracks up my sleeve. Tracks of my tears. One.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been snowing forever.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you brought me on to read.
1: Every time it seems like <laughs> it's about to let up, the sky clears. <laughs> The sky clouds over (laughs) with that flat white paper look, and down it comes. More goddamn snow. I stopped shoveling the walk after the first two days. My dad was always real particular about his shoveling, so I tried to do the same, but fuck, man. It was useless. I may as well have been that Greek guy with his boulder the way it piled up after I broke my damn back trying to clear a path, and Sisyphus by the way. Told myself I'd do the neighborly thing and take care of it as soon as the thaw started, but it hasn't started yet so it seemed like the best idea to just stay inside and stay warm. Make some soup. Drink some whiskey. Mm, That
2: (coughs) sounds like a great fucking night.
1: And after last night, drink more whiskey. Kind of a lot of whiskey. You might think that that was the problem, the whiskey, but no. I mean, I was drunk, but a good drunk. The nice, easy drunk that makes your head buzz in the funniest way. I hadn't looked outside in a while. Early on, I'd pulled down one of the blinds to sneak a peek, but saw only more fucking snow. The whole world was white, and it was starting to piss me off. So I let the blinds... (laughs) No, no, not the color, no, 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 the snow, the snow, frowns. These
0: goddamn whites!
1: The blinds go with a little snapping sound that made me feel better for some reason, like Yeah, take that snow It was getting late, but I wasn't really paying attention to the time I only knew it was dark out because I hadn't moved from the couch to flip the lights when the gray glow outside finally went down You couldn't say that the sun set, not really, because it wasn't out all day It was hidden behind them damn thick snow clouds and the living room was that weird kind of blue you get when your only source of light is a TV screen. I'd spent most of the day hopping from cable movie to cable movie pretty bored, but drunk enough by then that the sight of a Goldie Hawn in the movie Overboard wasn't too rough on the eyes. It's a great
2: great movie. I love that movie
1: She's an annoying bitch in that one And she's got a mouth like an insane person But she's still pretty hot that could do me. So I'd settled in with a fresh glass of Jack Fuck. Pants unzipped in case I felt frisky And that was when the noises started Woof. Sort of quiet at first So quiet I thought it was just snow or sleet Hitting the windows Then a little louder Then drunk or not I couldn't ignore it Try to masturbate. I was right. It was out the window for sure, but no snow makes a noise like that. After I really heard it the first time, I waited to see if it was a fluke. But after a second, again. Not fast or nothing, and not random either. Real deliberate. Same sound it makes when you drum your fingers on a table if you're restless right on the window pane of my porch window. Someone was screwing with me, I'm sure of it. Maybe pissed I hadn't shoveled the walk yet. Out there tapping on my window in the middle of the blizzard just to hock me off. I waited another minute. I didn't turn down overboard in case they were listening close. Didn't want them to know I knew they were out there. I was just going to catch them off guard, see? And when I heard the... I snapped down one of the blinds, ready to make mean eyes at some punk kid or nosy neighbor. Nothing out there, though. Weird, too, because the tapping was right on the glass, right there, right behind those blinds. I half-watched the movie for about ten minutes, waiting for the tapping to start up again, but it didn't. Pretty soon, I'd drained half the glass of Jack, and I was feeling okay again. A little jumpy, I guess, but it hadn't really scared me. Not yet. I was just kinda getting to the part where Goldie really gives it to that snooty teacher when I heard something else. It started quiet again, getting a little louder every minute until I couldn't write off the noise on the storm. This time, I did mute the movie and almost immediately wished I hadn't. It was this low voice couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman, but it was low. And it was talking. Only that's not right, because it wasn't really saying anything. It wasn't saying words, just sort of gibbering a constant babble of sounds and wheezy grunts that meant nothing. And it wasn't like another language or anything, either. Like, you know when you hear another language, and even though you can't understand them, you know what they're saying or something? Maybe it's the way they say it I don't know, but this was different My dad had a stroke When I was a kid We were out shopping for a gift for my mom's birthday And I asked him if he wanted to look at cards And when he opened his mouth He started talking, but it wasn't words It was just garbled stuff And he knew he wasn't saying the right thing But he couldn't fix it I hadn't thought of that in years But the sounds outside They were kind of like that It's the closest I can get Whatever it was heard me turn down the volume and got louder, gibbering like my dad that day in April, and for a horrible second, I actually thought it was my dad's voice. But he's been dead a long time, so there's no way. And it felt like as soon as I let go of that memory and that thought, the gibbering sounded less like him, until I was sure, no, it wasn't my dead dad out on the porch in the snowstorm. I was drunk, like I said, And for a minute, I felt kind of sad about that. my head, it felt kind of funny, too, like I'd been watching TV in the dark too long. The buzzing that was nice earlier sounded more like hornets than bumblebees now. I finished the glass of whiskey, slammed it on the table, and looked through the blinds again. Nothing out there, snowing, still harder than ever, but nothing on the porch. And right away, the gibbering stopped. I don't know why I looked like that. I should have been more careful. I didn't know what could be out there, if it was a homeless guy or whatever trying to find a warm place to sleep in the storm, but a a part of me also knew it wasn't a homeless guy and that I should have been more careful when I looked because homeless guys don't sound like your dead dad no matter how drunk you are. It was okay, though, because nothing was on the porch. But I didn't unmute overboard, and I was pretty quick to get some more whiskey. A few minutes went by, probably the same as before, if I really think about it, and now I heard something running, full-on running back and forth across the porch. Something with big, heavy footsteps and an awful lot of speed. The drug. It was Jack Nicholson. Every third hey, run Hey Jack
0: and hey, subscribe to my hey, mutant hey. only channel. Watch me jerk off under Robert De Niro's face.
1: <laughs> Every third run or so I'd hear it throw itself against the wooden banisters at either end of the porch. The wood would groan. and whatever uh, whatever whatever it was would let out some weird chuffing sound not like it had knocked the wind out of itself but more like it was laughing (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck oh goofy I thought you were in jail (laughs) guilty I didn't know what to do I was too scared to look now, and really wishing I hadn't had so much to drink, or maybe that I'd had much, much more, but at the latest slam against the banister, I thought I heard wood splinter, and without thinking, I yelled, Hey, stop! It did. It got real quiet. The phone was in the kitchen. I should have called the cops, but it didn't even cross my mind, because then... Danny, 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 Danny! (laughs) It's supposed to be, like, deep and stroke-like. Oh. You know, like your regular voice. You mean stroke? Nope. Not that offensive. (laughs) Well. Just give me your deepest voice. Danny. Danny, Danny,
0: Danny, Danny. That was nice.
1: It was the same babbling voice from before, and it made my name sound like gibberish, like my name didn't fit right in its mouth.
0: Danny, 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 Danny.
1: It wasn't running anymore. It sounded like it was shifting from foot to foot, back and forth, back and forth, fast like when a kid gets hyper or has to pee. It was right outside the front door.
0: Danny, 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 Danny. Are you sorry? Danny, Danny, Danny.
1: It said, and my stomach suddenly felt like it was full of cold mud. Are you sorry, Danny, Danny, Danny? You're sorry, aren't you, Danny, Danny,
0: Danny? Oh, Danny, 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 Danny. Your daddy knows. Oh, yes, Danny, Danny, Danny,
1: your daddy knows. <laughs> it sounded like my dad again. She licked my nose. Yeah, but not really. <laughs> The way a funhouse mirror looks like you, but not really.
0: Come outside, Danny, Danny, Danny,
1: it said. Daddy's here.
0: Daddy's back. Danny, 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 open the door. You forgot to shuffle the door. Danny, 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 Daddy's awfully mad at you.
1: I looked down and I was standing at the door, reaching for the knob. I didn't remember even getting off the couch or setting my drink down or zipping my pants back up with my dick in my hand. <laughs> Try I didn't forget to shovel. I told it, stepping slowly away from the door. I'm gonna do it when it stops snowing. Oh,
0: Danny, Danny, Danny. Don't you know it's never going to stop. Oh, aren't you sorry, Danny, 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 Danny? You're going to be sorry if we don't get out of here and see your daddy.
1: My dad's not out there. I said this more to me than to whatever was on the porch. It felt good, like I was getting a handle on something, so I said it again. My dad's not out there. It's the middle of the damn snowstorm and he's been dead for 15 years, and I don't know what you are, but you're not my dad." The gibbering started again. It stopped saying my name and went back to running back and forth across the porch like it was throwing a tantrum. I don't know why it latched onto my dad. Maybe because he was the first thing I thought of. Maybe because I hadn't thought about him in a long time. Like I said, I don't know, but I listened to it barreling across my porch babbling sometimes in my dad's voice, sometimes in the same low voice I heard first, sometimes something else entirely. It ran back and forth on the porch for almost four hours. I never unmuted the TV, just stared at the blinds, covering the windows to the porch, and finishing the bottle of Jack. Honestly, we're reading something like this right now with uh, with the Cannibal Siren, or we, um, what would that be for? Yeah, we're about to finish it. At the time of this recording, I've already finished the story with Cannibal Siren, and it's fucking awesome, so I really hope everyone's looking forward to part three. So in that one, not to spoil anything, but they're dealing with something that imitates people, mm. so it's it's intriguing that this story is kind of going the same route. That story also takes place in the winter, which I think is pretty interesting, but that one's about a fiancé and a guy being stranded, and they keep hearing like each other and their parents, and it's weird. Finally, the sun came up. I mean, not really. The sky got ivory white and the sun was behind the clouds somewhere, but the important part is it got light out and the thing stopped. I was pretty wasted by then, but I waited another half hour, waited to be sure it was gone, and that the morning had really made it go. Remember how I said I had more whiskey, kind of like a lot of whiskey? Well, I meant it. I'm gonna need a lot more to get through this because, well, I checked the weather report today and another winter storm is coming through tonight, up to six more inches <laughs> by tomorrow morning. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't know if I'll make it to tomorrow morning. That thing is gonna come back. It just is. And this time, I don't know what it's gonna say, but what I do know is the first time it came, I almost opened the goddamn door for it. The other thing. The other reason I started drinking as soon as I woke this afternoon is what I saw before I finally passed out after my all-nighter with the whatever outside. What I saw when I finally did open the door and look at the porch... The snow is deep, maybe up to my shins, if I really get out there and wade in it. But it's not so deep on the porch, since it's covered, you know. But there's enough to leave tracks. And the damnedest thing is, there are tracks, but only hands. No footprints, none at all, just a hundred handprints, all over my snow-dusted porch, clear as day. Death Stranding. (laughs) Sorry (laughs) if this doesn't make much sense. Death Stranding? It's the first strand-type story. I'm drunk. And it doesn't make much sense to me either. But it's going to be dark soon and all I can think about is what's coming back. What speaks in my dad's voice. What walks on its hands in the snow in the night. And you know what? I am sorry. <laughs> yeah, the story's dope. Yeah. You uh, you channeled, like, a Pennywise thing there. Yeah, and it, and I, it and just I, started I, happening. And I really liked it. It just started happening. I couldn't stop myself. No, but that's kind of what I imagine. You know, something is trying to get you outside. It's coaxing you with something you you recognize, but it doesn't quite sound human. I think that's neat.
2: Time to flow. <laughs>
1: do you, you guys remember when he said that? Yeah. <laughs> he used to say shit like that?
2: Oh my god, do you remember when he was Jack Nicholson? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jack, hey, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Time to float. Hey, hey, hey time, here's, time to float. Here's Penny's time clissy. To float.
1: <laughs> Hashtag clissy poppin'. Alright. Oh Jesus Christ. Do you wanna read part two? Time for Clussy. <laughs> do you wanna read part two? No, I wanna
2: voice it again.
1: I just... will let you voice it, but I will voice the narrator.
2: Yeah, why don't we do that? It gives us both because that's a little taxing on me, so.
1: The second part is titled After the worst night of my life I thought my nightmare was over But now I know something Is really after me Part 2
2: Fuck Oh
1: It took three
2: days Three goddamn days for the snow to stop But when it did I packed up my things And got gone in a hurry I didn't even shovel the walkway before I left Fuck it. I come back, my neighbor's on the porch with a shotgun. Show the oh, <laughs> My neighbor's the my monster. My neighbor's a monster. You didn't shovel for three <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Molly Stop masturbating. Sculder Molly I hate Bono it. I hate this.
0: <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
2: Alright. I mean, it wasn't like I had to give notice or anything Dad's money makes life pretty easy And I don't need much Besides, I've got places all over Feels good to shake off the dust Or in this case The snow And stay somewhere for a while Especially, you know, after what happened I decided to head to New Orleans The Big Easy There's no place like Bourbon Street in the world That's where I want to go I would also love to go there. Food, man. I know. I'd
1: go there just to eat fucking everything.
2: I I just want bourbon. And to
1: do all the ghost tours.
2: Bourbon. I tell you, so full of life and booze and half-coherent women. My favorite things. <laughs> My main problem is the rain. There's a reason they don't bury the dead in Louisiana. Sticking them in big concrete boxes above the ground instead. But rain isn't snow. And I can survive. I'm good like that. She's it just, sounded like a woman was breathing
1: deep. behind me and I freaked the fuck out.
2: She is I was like,
1: this is the grudge.
2: I haven't had a woman that close to me in
1: ever. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, uh, Frowns and I had edibles. And I'm feeling it, Mr. Krabs.
2: And yeah, my face is feeling a little interesting. My lips. It's my jaw. My lips and... Uh, <laughs> and I'm a little woozy. I'm a little woozy. Make, make woozy. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice soda rip.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she was like, fuck. She's, fucking She's got pet. some deep noses. She's fucking petting me. Stop slapping me. <laughs> these. Oh, she snores. She but her snores. eyes are wide open. Yeah, but like, she snores. When she's comfy. Ooh, alright. Ooh, ooh. You know. Ooh, like that,
2: how, that feels weird.
1: You know, like how d gets when he's, uh, when he's like awake, but he's snoring. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this feels weird. I mean, that
1: always feels weird.
2: Yeah, but I'm getting like a numbing sensation.
1: Oh, you're getting a body high?
2: I had a place on the outskirts of town. Close enough I could go into the city and have some fun, but far enough from the constant buzz of the NOLA activity. (laughs) Don't fucking point at me, (laughs) stupid bitch.
1: Come on, man.
2: NOLA activity, and I wouldn't be bothered. I mean, who can listen to jazz that often without going crazy? Jazz is fine and all, but there is a limit.
1: I agree. Jazz is, uh... It's like... It's like eating, like, a nice steak dinner. You enjoy it, but you know you can't have it all the time.
2: But I would kill for filet every day.
1: Yeah, same. Honestly. So maybe I should listen to more jazz.
2: Yeah, right? Hey, I like Ella Fitzgerald.
1: I like a lot of jazz,
2: dude, honestly. What was that movie? that I, <laughs> I like Whiplash. <laughs> yeah, Whiplash is fucking amazing! Sub, sub note. Go watch Whiplash.
1: Whiplash is so good, dude.
2: And for $9.99, you can watch me watching Whiplash while masturbating.
1: (laughs) Masturbating on some shoes. Yes. Alright. I think it's meant to say I was okay.
2: I was okay for a while. Started to suspect that maybe I'd even imagined the whole thing. Tricked myself into thinking there had been something on the porch by the way of whiskey and boredom. I mean, I'd been cooped up for days... What do they call that? Cabin fever, right? Yeah, that was probably that, right? Then came the rain. (laughs) It started as a drizzle. I was heading home from the bar after a fairly successful night. And suddenly, it was spitting little droplets into my windshield. The annoying kind that you barely need wipers for, but if you don't use them, you can't really see. And honestly, it pissed me off. This small thing that shouldn't have mattered, but did somehow. <laughs> it was a black smudge on what had been a pretty good time, and I guess it reminded me of the snow. When I got home, I made sure to latch all the fancy new locks I'd bar from my doors. No use taking chances. By then it was pouring. I'd barely fixed myself a glass of Jack. Old habits die hard. When I heard the knock, I froze. It couldn't be.
1: I'm gonna make myself a guess. The real monster is alcoholism. alcoholism.
2: <laughs> no, the real monster. Are mo-
1: you on that frequency?
2: <laughs> the real monster is AA
1: it's just uh his sponsor just like hey man like you know we we expect you right. <laughs> to come back and so you gotta clean up a little man is that jack
2: <laughs> you are you you're sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry i am sorry i am sorry i am <laughs> sorry uh yeah i think it's alcoholism just like before i waited hoping to god or Jesus or Allah or Makbar or um, <laughs> Beethoven or Baby Yoda or Baby Yoda. I, oh, I couldn't remember. uh Buddha. Yes, it's Buddha. All the angels in heaven that I hadn't heard. I kn- wait. Oh, what I hadn't knew. no no. Oh my God! What's happening? Oh, well, it's like the words are blurred. Hoping all to the God hope.
1: or Jesus or all the angels I got it, I got it. That I hadn't heard what I knew it I It was had. almost like it was... Like well, yeah.
2: Enough time passed. <laughs> rain pound. Enough time passed. Rain pounding steady on the roof. That, for a brief blessed moment, I actually thought I... I had heard something... But it was just the storm and nothing else. Again, a knock. Then another. Then three. And then four very fast.
1: <laughs> That's like. Whoa, that was eight! Fuck, it's an earthquake.
2: <laughs> I knew by now not to look outside, not to check the porch. Last time, that seemed to let it into my head somehow, let it get me off.
1: <laughs> no, finish the sentence.
2: Let it... <laughs> let it get me off. Wash me whack
1: <laughs> off! Whoa. Whoa.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a minute.
1: Are you alright? Oh. oh, my face. Hold on. <laughs> off the couch. <laughs> Just say off the couch. Follow follow the train. <laughs> off the couch. <laughs> Let it get me off the couch and almost open the door. Then <laughs> give me <some>. <laughs> <laughs> no. control yourself, man. Nothing in the world is that funny. (laughs) Uh, You think so? Hi, I'm Jack Nicholson. I
0: can't do the voice. You can't even talk right now. I can't do the voice anymore. (laughs) You never could do the voice. Hi, I'm Jack Nicholson. (laughs) You want to know how I got
1: these scars? No, I don't. I want to do the show. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have given me a <laughs> Cause, Because you got to channel the high. You can't let the high take control of you. Why? Isn't that why you smoke? No, I smoke to numb the reality. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> if I. Well, channel your focus? Technically,
2: technically, we're having a metaphysical conversation here.
1: No, we're having a podcast conversation here.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm ready.
1: So, let it get me off the couch. (laughs)
2: Wow, that really derailed, didn't it? Alright. That's fine. I'm sure some of it's salvageable. No, that's gonna be a solid cut. Oh, that's unfortunate. You need to make a blooper. Uh, It's a shame you didn't make a bloopers.
1: I don't think that was a bloopers. I think that was you were so high out of your mind for a little bit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which, I've been there. (laughs) I couldn't take my hands off my face. Alright. No, but you also found something like, it was the purest I've ever seen you. I didn't want to stop it, because if we had been watching something and you had been laughing like that, that would have been hilarious. (laughs) To hear that pure joy of laughter. You thought something was so fucking funny. When was this? This literally just happened. Oh. Were you not aware that you were laughing for a solid, like, three minutes? No,
2: no, I remember. I looked
1: at 46, and it took us till 49 to stop you from laughing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it hurts in here from all the laughing.
1: Dude, you laughed like you were being tickled. It's fucking hilarious.
2: Let it get me off the couch and almost open the door. Then...
0: (laughs) Then... Mister?
2: It was a little voice kid's voice. He sounded alright. Sort of familiar. Barely audible over the rain. Maybe it was a neighbor? Maybe he sounded like someone I'd heard on TV. All possibilities, sure. Most important, though, he sounded alright. I I still couldn't make myself look out there. Yeah? I called, inching towards the door. Who is Who is it? (laughs) Take two. Who is it? Like I said, I'm on the outskirts of town. I pay attention real close to my neighbors. I didn't remember seeing a kid.
1: Mister, let me in.
2: The kid said, his voice shaking like it does when you're trying not to cry, but pretty close to failing.
1: I was with my dad and he left me in the car and... I don't know where he is. It's been real long. I'm getting so worried.
2: If his face was shaking, I sort of let me in. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you repeat that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the kid is jacking up.
2: <laughs> but also shaking his face the whole time.
1: Ah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jack. (laughs) All right. All right. We just got back on track. Come on. You know, I'm having a nice time. I know, I know. And I'm going to edit it. I'm going to edit around it. I'm going to edit around your nice time. (laughs) No, it's because this this is no one wants to listen to this. No one wants to listen to this. All
0: right, all right, all right. Because
1: this story is actually great. I know. But I'm glad that and you're I wish a good I could time. appreciate it more. So you like the edibles? Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. For a second, my heart went out to the kid. It really did. My dad did something like that to me too once, when I was real little. And then I realized, how long has he been gone? I asked. My voice wasn't shaking, but sort of was.
1: Almost two hours.
2: The kid said miserably.
1: He parked outside of some house. I don't know who lives there. He told me to be a good boy and wait.
2: Of course he did. I remembered that much. But like my dad, I hadn't thought about it in a long time. Sharply, wildly, the doorknob began to rattle.
1: Please let me in.
2: The kid pleaded.
1: It's cold and wet out here. I'm soaked and I don't know where my dad is.
2: You didn't wait? I said, the glass of Jack sweating in the hot palm of my hand. You, you got out? That's real bad, kid. He told you to be a good boy and wait. A long, tense pause while the doorknob kept rattling.
1: I suppose.
2: The kid said, sort of thoughtfully.
1: Daddy might be awful mad if he finds out I didn't stay in the car, huh?
2: Yeah. I exhaled. Took a big swig of whiskey. Swallowed. It was like swallowing cold metal. He was. The doorknob stopped moving. I suddenly knew why the kid had sounded familiar. It wasn't a neighbor. It wasn't someone I'd heard on TV. It was me.
0: Daddy.
2: He said slowly, drawing the last sound out long and low. I told you my dad was real particular about things. Like shoveling the walk when it snowed. He was also real particular about rules and obeying them. We waited as long as we could, I said, like talking to this other me outside the door was normal. Fine, not batshit crazy. We waited, kid. I know that, but it was such a long time.
0: Daddy got mad, didn't he? Danny. He...
2: was still in my voice. The voice of me when I was eight and my dad left and me in the car and that somehow was worse. The funhouse mirror version in the snow had been better because I couldn't tell myself there was something wrong, something bad, but this just sounded like me. Yeah, he sure did, I said, but he told us, you know, he told us to be good and what did we do? got right out of the car, and started snooping like spoiled little shits. Schwig. We deserve what we got.
1: Are you sorry, Danny? He said. Are you sorry for what you did, Danny? (laughs) You didn't get what's coming to you. Aren't you sorry? I'm... So
0: sorry. (laughs) I
1: I
2: remember the whooping I got when we got home that night. I had gotten what was coming all right. Outside, the rain poured. No, we got punished. I had already sort of resigned myself to this, that this was happening. I had already sort of resigned myself that this was happening. There was no getting away from it. So I sat down on the couch closest to the door and swallowed half the glass. Don't you remember? You got it good. You could barely sit down for a week.
1: Yeah, you've had that, right? Oh, yeah, maybe.
2: (laughs) Yes, precious. I really got it. He used the belt that time. The pot with the buckle.
0: Danny...
1: I just remember uh, I'm imagining the Eric Andre meme Let me in
2: Cogsuckers I exhaled through my nose The world was starting to dim around the edges But I tried to ground myself Took another sip Hoping it would warm my insides Which had become cold Sick I didn't answer
1: if he don't let me in he'll get me he'll get us
0: I didn't
2: answer
1: aren't you sorry
2: it shrieked and then it was like there were a thousand hands all over me Once slapping my wood, my wood, the frame, my asshole. Oh
0: God, my asshole. The
1: windows, (coughs) to the walls.
0: Just sweat drop down my balls. Oh God, the. Oh these bitches walls, walls skeet skeet motherfucker.
2: It was like there were a thousand hands all at once, (laughs) slapping the wood. The frame, the windows, oh god, the windows! I thought to put locks on the doors but not the goddamn windows! (laughs) (coughs) I'm out of control. I dropped the glass, grabbed my car keys, and went for the back like a bat out of hell. I'd left something important in the basement, but it didn't matter. Nothing mattered except getting away from that fucking thing. The screen door struck at first when I tried to open it. Nearly went barreling through the metal mesh. The stupid handle caught it. Catches something and then caught it.
1: It catches sometimes.
2: <laughs> that stupid handle this no.
1: <laughs> Just it catches the, sometimes. The,
2: the stupid handle caught it. It catches sometimes and it caught it then, and behind me, I heard one in front of the windows open so hard the glass shattered. I slammed against the door with my shoulder and the handle caught it again, and then broke. I fell through, started to run. My car was parked in a shed behind the house. It's more private that way. I like my privacy, just like my dad. With unsteady hands, I wrenched the shed doors open, boots slipping in the mud, I was already drenched. I made my way to the car when I heard it. Quick, thick, squelching sounds. Oh my god, something was behind me and I was moving fast.
1: you want to take over? Sure. Thanks, man. I threw myself into the car and jabbed the keys blindly into the ignition. Someone must have been looking out for me because I got it that first time. I lurched the car into gear and drove straight through the black... the back back wall of the shed splintered wood went flying everywhere the car fishtailed its tires finding little traction in the mud but soon I was off the grass and on the little gravel road that wound around my property it led eventually to the highway and that's how I got to the hotel where I'll be staying for a while I don't know who's listening, I don't know who cares, but if you are, if you do, do you need me to tell you that when I went back, in the daylight of course, the front of my house was covered in filthy, muddy handprints? Of course not. What I didn't expect, I guess, is for them to be so low to the ground, like it couldn't reach too high, like a kid couldn't. I don't know where I'm going next. It comes in the snow. It comes in the rain. I come in, in both of those places. <laughs> I'm 9.99 a month. <laughs> You're you to come m- on shoes <laughs> at my fans-only Franz McBoohoo <laughs> jerk shoehoo event. Oh, while drinking YooHoo. Oh fuck. I love you. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going you, next. You know.
2: You, side note. I don't know if any of you guys grew up with YooHoo, but I learned the other day. There's actually no milk in it.
1: There is none. No. It's just like milk water.
2: No, actually, it's made up with a lot of oil. So it's like water oil. Interesting. Can you imagine? (laughs) In which every piece of human fabric and skin were made out of a combination of water and oil. We call it EVOO. Aquaman. (laughs) wait, Rachel Ray uses EVOO, human skin and flesh, meaning into
1: O and and A, <laughs> hey, hey, hey what are we doing here? <laughs> it keeps coming back but like I said I've got places all over and what it doesn't know about me is how well I can survive I survived my dad, you know I can survive this and if I don't, I guess I'll get what's coming to me
2: whoa, wait so, like, sur- surviving, so, like, alcoholism right. survived and lived to this dad. I think so. Yeah, so I'm getting it. Yeah, I like that.
1: No, I do think alcoholism is the metaphor. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone episode. You know, the character, it's just a lone guy dealing with a problem, and the problem is, like, emotional and also creepy. Cause yeah. Because it, it manifests itself. I think that's fun. This is going to be part three. This one's titled, Now that I know I can't escape it, I think it's time to face the creature that's following me. Part three. I managed to make it a few more months, got to a new place, set up shop, went back to New Orleans for just a day trip to clear out my business in the basement. No one messed with it. That was good. That's why I picked such a remote place in the first place. Me and my dad, we liked our privacy. You probably know that by now. I went north this time, followed the ocean along the east, and tried to find somewhere safe, somewhere dry, somewhere that no one could leave handprints. That's what was following me, right? The handprints? The voice? Worse? What was attached to those handprints? It was always different, but it was always the same. My father's something else. My childhood, something else. Shifting, changing, unpredictable, and terrifying. I wanted to tell someone about it, but who was there to tell? Ma was in the ground for five years now, my dad a lot longer than that. What they don't tell you about growing up is how alone you end up feeling. Fuck. I hunkered down in my place in the north, waited, because I knew it was coming. It had to be coming, right? The quiet was starting to get to me. It was worse somehow that I knew it was coming, and I knew it wouldn't stop, but didn't know how or when. It's got so goddamn close last time, you know? The other me, the thing that sounded like myself as a kid, like myself at age 8, when my dad had left me in the car parked outside some strange house for hours. Hadn't thought about that in a real long time, not until other me jogged some memories. I started to think about it, though, while I waited. But how it took so long for my dad to come back, he told me to wait, but I couldn't. I had to pee, and I was worried, so I figured getting out of the car just for a minute wouldn't hurt, right? I mean, sure, my dad was strict, but how could you expect a little kid to wait that long by himself? After a while, summer faded into fall, and it still hadn't shown up. Was it because we had a mild season? No snow, no rain, no crazy weather to bring it on? I hope so. But when I started seeing that thin sheen of frost on my porch early in the morning, I decided it might be best to fix my sleep schedule. Like, no more late-night drinks, keep the whiskey to the daytime, and fall in bed by six before nightfall. My dad did that, you know. After he got off the third shift for a few years, he said it did him good. Main thing is, I didn't want to hear what could be outside. It only came at night, and I was so tired of waiting, you know? I thought it might be best to just shut myself off during the times I... During the times it could come. Because either it couldn't or wouldn't get inside without my help, or if it did, maybe I'd just go peacefully. In my sleep. That was a nice thought. Then, once I started getting more sleep, I didn't think about that night outside the strange house. I started to dream about it. In the dreams, I'm little again, or maybe I'm not. I feel short when I look at my hands. They're man's hands, leathery and tough. Maybe they're my dad's hands, I don't know. I use these hands to knock on the door. I have that tight, tense sensation in my bladder, the pinching need to pee. I cross my legs back and forth, hoping someone will come to the door, but they never do. So I go to a window, and when I look inside, I see my dad, he's with a woman and it's not my mom. He sees me, too, and he's real mad. He yells, Daddy! Then I wake up, the same dream over and over, same way every time, in the car, have to pee, knock on the door, go to the window, dad with woman, Daddy! And see, here's the weird thing, I only have this dream in the daytime, never at night. Well, I guess maybe that's not the weirdest thing. No, no handprints yet or anything. Nothing like that. But since the leaves have started to change, since they've gotten all colorful, red and orange and yellow, they've started showing up in my house. First, they were on the porch. First, they were on the porch, but that's pretty normal, right? Gust of wind blows them up there. No cause for concern. But then one day you wake up just after dawn like usual, happy to see sun coming up over the horizon, and you see a trail of them from your front door to the dining room. And they're pretty at first, see they're those brilliant fall shades, but they still have enough springy life in them to stay in one piece. At first, you sorta like them. Then as the season goes on, as you have the same dream over and over again about your dad and the woman and your big man hands, they start to Die. They get crunchy and crumbly, and you start to find them everywhere, trailing through the house, stuffed in your dresser drawers, folded into quarters, and stuck neatly between the bills in your wallet. It's deliberate. It's a message. It's what it does when it can't leave handprints. One morning you wake up coughing, sputtering, tongue drier than you can even remember. You spit and spit. And wouldn't you know it, you're spitting out a mouthful of brittle autumn leaves. Something has come into your house in the middle of the night and stuffed your fucking mouth with leaves. You could stuff it with something else. Oh shit, dude. (laughs) God only knows what would've happened if you'd been awake when it came. Then you wonder. Is it really your dad you're hearing in your dreams? Is it really your dad yelling your name or is it something else? Something crouched by your bed as it's as it parts your lips and begins shoving dead leaves inside. That sounds like deadly premonition. <laughs> it does a little bit. <coughs> and this, you know, this is what makes you realize you can't get away from it, you can't keep running. You could try, of course, you could keep sleeping through its cycle or moving the with the weather or whatever, but one day you'll choke to death on whatever else it's decided to shove in your mouth and maybe next time it won't be as harmless as leaves. It'll it'll be uh, fans only <laughs> Subscription. foo. Subscription nine ninety-nine
2: a month. I'm jerking off on everything. So Black Friday special. So Jerk you, off two for the price me, of one.
1: I pack up and go to the last place you saw your dad alive. The last place you have really good, happy memories, and you leave the leaves behind. After being terrorized for months, I finally came face to face with what left handprints on my porch. Part 4. The Finale. I went back to Arizona, to my dad's old place. Like I said, I've gotten places all over, but most of them are mine. This one was my dad's. This one was my favorite. It took a few days to get my sleep schedule back on track to get ready, because after the snow, the mud, the leaves, I knew there was no escaping it. Best I could do was go back to the only place I considered home. My dad bought the place a modest little bungalow plopped out in the middle of the desert. Remote, private, you bet. After Ma filed for divorce, she found out what he'd been up to and finally found herself a spine. I don't think my dad much cared, to be honest. He didn't fight her, didn't screw her out of what she asked for, either. Gave her a fair amount of of money, and jetted down to sunny Arizona, almost like he was relieved. I spent my teenage years bouncing back and forth between Ma's place and my dad's. It wasn't so bad. When I wasn't in school, my dad let me drink with him. He'd be in his armchair, the same bulky armchair that sits in my living room now, like a dozing brown bear.
0: Nothing wrong with a little Jack Daniels between men
1: He'd say What he didn't say was that even though I saw what he was doing in that strange house I never told Ma Even though he belted me good when we got home that night I think that made him respect me I didn't ask questions either, when he left for long periods of time, had always been private, and even though I was older, I had no doubt I'd get the belt again if I went snooping. When he got drunk, he could get mean, and sometimes he'd come back stinking plastered, looking for a chore to keep him busy. No snow in Arizona, no walk to shovel, so every now and then I'd hear him out in the backyard digging. He was the kind of man who had to keep his hands busy couldn't fault him for that, I guess. Once I was back to normal, feeling like maybe I could stay up pretty late, I bought myself a bottle of Jack and settled in the living room. Sank into my dad's old armchair. I turned on the television and began flipping channels. Sadly enough, I couldn't find Overboard on anywhere. I drank my whiskey. Kind of a lot of whiskey. And sure enough, after about an hour, it started. I switched off the television, finished my drink, poured another one. I hear you out there, I called. Didn't take you too long this time, did it? What's it gonna be, huh? I demanded. Jack had made me brave, braver than before, so I slammed another swig back and felt the warmth spread through my stomach. Are you my dad? Are you me? Gonna yell at me for not shoveling the walk? (laughs) No snow out there, asshole, and no rain neither. We don't get any rain in these parts, not that often. Just sand and sun. (coughs) On one window, the one on the porch. Then I heard it in the kitchen, too, and towards the back of the house, in the mudroom, tapping on all the windows... There were more this time. And when it spoke, that's when I knew I'd made a mistake, that I'd missed the whole goddamn point, that I was absolutely, utterly fucked. Ooh, baby. Not my dad. Not me. Not even the wordless babbling. Worse. (laughs) Much, much worse.
0: Danny. Oh, Danny. Danny!
1: It said in a sweet feminine voice, a voice I didn't really recognize, but also sort of did.
0: Danny! Oh, Danny, we're out here, Danny! We're here! I thought we couldn't find you, but we did!
1: No. No. <laughs> there was no way I made sure I'd been careful. Danny! Oh, Danny, Danny. It crooned again, and there was nothing wrong with the voice, really. Just sounded like a normal lady, someone I might meet on one of my night out. Uh, Someone I almost certainly did.
0: Danny, oh,
1: Danny. You thought we
0: couldn't get you, but we did. We're here. Come outside. Say hello. Oh, Danny, don't you like us anymore? You liked us so much. Too much, did you
1: (laughs) I felt like my mouth had been stuffed full of leaves again. My stomach wasn't warm anymore. It lurched like I'd swallow a gallon of cold, thick mud. (sighs)
0: Danny, oh Danny, you just did what your daddy taught you. We're not angry, Danny, we're not mad. Those were our friends we sent before. We couldn't get to you first, so we sent them along. And they were the old ones. They were the angry ones. But we're fresh and new. And we want to know why you left us, Danny."
1: I gripped the glass of whiskey so tight I thought it might shatter. You can't be out there, I said when I could move my tongue again. None of you. I I made sure you couldn't walk. I made sure. They shouldn't have been able to get out of the basement. I learned that. I learned from my dad. If you let them stay mobile, they can almost get away. That lady in the house that night almost got away because I distracted him at the window. And she bolted, but my dad was faster, and he took her down. But I'm not that fast, so it was always just easier to cut off their feet.
0: Danny, oh Danny, we figured it out! We're smart girls, Danny! Did you know if you try hard enough, you can walk on your hands?
1: It sounded so nice, like it wasn't mad at all. Not like the others, but oh god, I wasn't sure if it was telling the truth.
0: It took us longer than the lot of us. Oh, Danny, it took a while to try hard enough, but we did. We can do it now, just like our friends, our angry friends. Oh, Danny, did you know when you were angry to try much harder?
1: Yeah, that I knew. When you think your dad is the best guy in the world, but he's really just a bully, he thinks he's so much better than you and hits you with the buckle end of his belt for just being a kid when it was him who was being bad, him who was in there strangling some woman who probably was gonna tell Ma about what they'd been up to. When he punishes you again and again for things you didn't mean to do, like forgetting to shovel the walk. For getting mud on the porch, for not getting all the leaves in the yard bagged just right. Yeah, you get angry, and you try much harder to be better than him. I think he only did the one, I mused, finally lifting the glass to my lips with a trembling hand. I think it was just the one, if I had to guess. Oh, Danny! It said, and it sounded aroused like it was getting hot or something.
0: Danny! Oh, Danny! There's so much more in you!
1: At all the windows. How were they tapping? If they walked on their hands, how were they tapping? Oh god, as if any of this made sense at all. Give me a sick beat. How many of them were out there? Some of them? Dear god, all of them? You left me in the basement, daddy! It said sad, now pouty. A girlfriend who's not getting her way. You came back oh,
0: Daddy. Yes, you did. But it was so smelly by then, and when you left, I hadn't even gone yet. I was still there. Oh, Daddy, why did you cut off my feet? You know Daddy. Oh, Daddy, you hurt me. You have done so!
1: Unbelievably. Wow. I heard more tapping, but this tapping was rain. It was fucking raining again You were all so easy I said Wiping a thin sheen of sweat From my upper lip With the back of my hand Buy you a few drinks Bring you home Knock you out Maybe if it hadn't been so easy
0: Oh daddy Don't lie Don't be a little liar You did it to show your daddy, did you? And you showed your daddy! Oh daddy, we know that now! We know what you did! Your daddy is awfully mad at you for what you did!
1: The rain fell harder, harder like a fucking monsoon. I couldn't hear the tapping on the windows anymore, but I knew they were out there, all of them, because why not all of them? On the porch, something began running back and forth, back and forth. I thought I heard a little kid laugh, but couldn't be sure. I felt like I was losing my mind. Thoughts were slippery and escaping from me. They were all out there.
0: Are you sitting in his chair, Danny? It said
1: louder now to be heard over the downpour.
0: Oh, Danny, are you sitting in the chair where you did it? He told us about it, Danny. Danny is awfully mad at you. Oh, Danny, oh, Danny.
1: I had to wait till I got big enough, I murmured. Strong enough. I had to do it with my own hands, just like he did.
0: Daddy! Oh, Daddy, you wrapped
1: your big, strong
0: hands around his neck, and you showed your daddy, didn't you? 15 years ago oh Danny oh yes Danny that's what you did we know what you did your daddy wants to get what's coming to you and now it's raining and we're done talking and now we're coming inside and you're going to be
2: so sorry
1: coming inside I'm sorry <laughs> you're you are relieved <laughs>
0: it's raining and now we're done talking and now we're coming inside and now you're going to be sorry
1: (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) the front door burst open I heard windows, windows and other rooms, all the windows shattering and they were there The blonde I'd brought home in Texas, the redhead with the huge tits I scored in Minnesota, fuck yeah. The mousy little brunette I'd settled for in New Orleans, the one I'd left in the basement. when the whatever on the porch came through the window. Scores of them, all of them. Had there really been that many? Crawling through the broken glass, unaware of the way their rotting skin was being shredded to ribbons. A few were dragging themselves forward by their elbows, trailing bloody stumps where their feet had once been. Most, though, were walking on their hands, uh, and they were goddamn fast. They must have been angrier than they let on. I dropped my drink and scrambled to the back of the house, to the kitchen, where the phone was. I tried to handle this myself, and it was... Out of my hands, I had to get help. I had to get somewhere. I had to get someone out here to help. Oh, God, why had I moved to this godforsaken place in the middle of nowhere? Outside, the rain poured buckets of it. When I got to the kitchen, I fumbled with the phone on the cradle, nearly dropping it in my panic, and looked behind me. They had me surrounded. My house stunk of decaying flesh. Some of the older ones, their jaws hung crookedly from their skulls, but they were just... waiting. The ones on their elbows were crouched, tense, ready to pounce. The ones on their hands swayed with an eerie expert balance. Slowly, unaware if they could see me now, that I was still... Many of them had no eyes after all, just gaping dark holes in their heads. I punched... 911. I brought the phone to my ear as the dead women watched. I told the operator that I was being attacked and needed help. They said help was on the way. I wondered if it would be soon enough and replaced the phone on the hook. The brunette, the mousy one from New Orleans, shifted back and forth, back and forth on her hands, like an excited little kid. That's someone different, right? It's implying that they're all just like dead women, so you could do whatever like womanly voice you want. It's fine if it's in the same (laughs) register. I don't know. I don't, even, <coughs> I don't even know if that was intelligible, honestly. But, uh... But I'll take it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you better
1: fucking take it. She squealed through decaying lips. I wasn't even sure how she could make sounds with those lips. A tittering spread through the crowd. A slurpy sort of giggling that almost couldn't be heard over the rain. Uh.
2: uh uh give,
1: um. it's the original voice it's all of them talking
0: <laughs>
1: the women said in droning unison I put my hands over my ears. Stop! Leave me alone! I screamed. You were stupid sluts! You were just like the one my dad did! You got what was coming to you! Oh, Daddy! The brunette cried as the rest of them kept saying my name.
0: Oh, Daddy! You showed your daddy! You showed us! And now you're going to be sorry! Now you're going to see your daddy again! you'll be like us you'll know what's coming to you yes yes you will oh daddy
1: they said my name over and over it began to sound like a song (laughs) no No, jesus christ oh that's pure improv i rocked back and forth shouting (laughs) shouting nonsense at them uh ooga booga.
2: <laughs> trying to penis, bubble bubble
1: boo. Trying to drown out the rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Give me that
2: water, dude. <coughs> oh. I thought this was my water. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. I thought this was my cherry pie.
1: Stop talking to me like I'm a child. I rocked back and forth, shouting nonsense at them, trying to drown out the rain and the chorus of dead women crooning my name. I backed up against the sink, hands clamped over my ears. I don't know how long I was like that, but they got louder and louder and louder until... (coughs) Ha! I cried out, triumphant, and opened my eyes to look at the 37 rotting bodies that filled the house where I had murdered my father. You hear that? You dumb bitches! That's the police! They're coming! They're gonna save me! Indeed, the woman had stopped singing. <coughs> the women had stopped singing, and through the rain I heard the distinctive wail of a cop's siren, but they were smiling. Oh, Danny! sighed the brunette from New Orleans. Look in the backyard! My, My blood ran cold. <coughs> my blood ran cold. No, there was no way. I turned and looked out the window that oversaw the backyard. The backyard of dry, packed, desert dirt. The backyard where my dad used to dig. And the backyard where I eventually did my own digging, too. He liked Arizona because it was dry. Because it never rained. But tonight... Oh, how it rained, and it turns out I was wrong. He'd done more than one. Just like me. In the backyard, the tightly packed desert dirt was mostly gone. Under the downpour, it had become a thin, murky soup. In it floated swollen, bloated carcasses. Bones stripped of flesh, a few heads that still had wispy hair on them, even as the skull gleamed beneath it. I knew they weren't all mine, not that many bones, but that didn't much matter. The siren was louder now, right outside. It didn't take long for me to put the pieces together. They would see the bodies. They would check my other places. They would find out what I'd done. With my big, strong hands All because I couldn't wait In the car I turned back to the living room And was unsurprised to find it Empty, no rotting women Those were in the Backyard, the interior Of my house suddenly Began to flash blue Red, blue Red And I (coughs) And I began to laugh. What is it they say about the sins of the father? It doesn't matter. Because I lied. I'm not sorry. And that story is, uh, the entire compilation is called Soft White Dam." I just remembered that because I wrote it down.
2: I'm all lot of awards.
1: <laughs> <coughs> I fucking loved that story, dude. Yeah, I liked it, too. That was like, so I watched all of Creepshow. They remade Creepshow into, like, a little series. Um, do you ever watch those 80s movies, Creepshow?
2: Is that the, one with the ugly fucker with, like, the... Barely white hair coming out of his skull. No,
1: that's Tales from the Crypt.
2: Oh yeah.
1: No, I'm talking creep show. There were two movies. Oh no. They each had like four segments.
2: No, I didn't see it. I, Stephen no. King,
1: George Romero.
2: No, no. No. I didn't. <coughs> I want it so, now.
1: They're great. Do you have it? No, but we could watch them. It's fucking amazing. I wanna be, I wanna be awake for that. So this was a lot like one of those. It was a lot like a Twilight Zone episode. It was a lot like a creep show segment. It was like about. So, the reason I say it's like a creep show segment is because in the first creep show, there's a segment about a guy who kills people. And he kills them by burying them on a beach so that when the tide comes in overnight, it buries them in the sand and drowns them at the same time. And it hides the body. It's kind of crazy. And the guy's like, haha, I'm gonna get away with murder. And it's played by Leslie Nielsen. He's fucking great. Oh, shit. Because he's usually a funny guy, and he comes across as straight-up sadistic. And, um, they come back and they fucking haunt him from the dead. <coughs> it's fucking... Your guilty conscience is your, uh... Is your enemy. It's what's coming back up to haunt you from all eternity. Um, yeah, it's said that, uh... When you, when you take a soul from this plane of existence, it'll haunt you for the rest of your fucking life, whether it's intentional or not. So he killed his pappy. Yeah, and he killed his dad.
0: His pap- and then he
1: killed a bunch of women because he wanted to be better than his dad. It's a daddy, daddy complex. Oh, daddy. Yeah, fucking... uh oh. Oh. Choke, oh. choke me daddy
2: oh black Betty bam my oh black Betty bam oh, my daddy black choked Bam-a-Lim. bitch bam my cause he's one fucking snitch bam my <laughs> gonna throw him in a ditch bam my because we're up in the club <laughs> we're gonna put the shades we on we're gonna put our shades on <laughs> and we lose the damn mind cause we're up in
0: the
1: club they're <laughs> not shades oh, can I be down fuck. in the club? <laughs> oh man I liked that story a lot Yeah, that was
2: good times. Good times at Ridgemont
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, is there anything, like, constructive you want to say about the story? Is there anything specific you liked about it? Um, Cause I, I liked your fucking Pennywise voice in the in the first quarter. Thanks, man. That was fucking dope.
2: I know it all went downhill after that.
1: No, your your lady voice. Just the the problem with the lady voice is you made her sound almost old. Like this guy was just fucking grannies <laughs> the entire time. But well, I thought it was his mom. No, it was all the women he would like try to sleep with.
2: Oh, I I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I I thought it was his right. mom.
1: No, no, I kind of thought that too, but. Um, it's revealed to be all the women he's killed coming back to haunt him. So they were like young and different, all had different yeah. backgrounds, and you know.
2: I wish I wish it was alcoholism, but I I can understand. Oh, alcoholism
1: absolutely plays a, a part, part of it. In that.
2: But I could see like the de- I could see like <coughs> I, I like the angle they did too. Like I can I can accept. I that.
1: think that's why it's a little bit like a Twilight Zone because it's kind of like it's teaching you a lesson. It's like a moral story, like don't fucking murder people and you won't, you know, be haunted by them. <laughs> it's a pretty easy moral. Uh, you know, when your dad says wait in the fucking car, maybe just wait in the piss fucking your fucking go. pants, All right? Ooh. right? He's going to whip you either way, but you might as well stay in the car. Golden shower. So at least you're right, and then he'll respect you for being right. Like, oh, I did tell him to stay in the car. But then <laughs> he's going
2: to rub my nose in it. Yeah, probably. He's going <laughs> to rub my nose in the piece of
0: floor.
1: <laughs> um, this was, uh, I, I don't know, there's not much more I can say about it. I, I kind of want to end the episode because uh, I'm really stoned. And um, that epi- that story was really great. You know, it was a great story. Welcome to the, hey, season, Christmas, season, three-year anniversary, Frowns McBoohoo.
0: Welcome to the jungle! Frowns. We got to the <laughs> getting all the big dicks, needing all the pasta!
1: <laughs> you can't ride pasta with pasta.
0: Pasta's got some <laughs> Let me finish! No! Do no. I, no! No! No, no, no! We're not gonna take! we're not gonna take it we got creepy pasta
2: Jerry Epstein killed himself
1: I do the best outros no we didn't oh man so that was the 300th episode it's the the 152nd episode we've just been doing this for three years what the fuck (laughs) What I the fuck?
0: Did you really think we got to the 300th episode? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Hey guys, for nine
1: ninety nine, 99 <laughs> <laughs> For 9 subscribe, Frosted <laughs> <laughs> Only fans. Only, only fans. 9 Only fans, only shoohoo. Coming coming Mr. Boo (laughs) With you (laughs) And the Fruit Loop Three Three fucking years
2: Wow man (coughs) (laughs) A long
1: time Alright I wait till the days end when the moon
2: is high
0: Land until we stand at the shore at the shore.